welcome to Dating in the City. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers, and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and one of the matchmakers behind MTV's Are You the One, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly seven years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, and welcome to episode three, season two of Dating in the City. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we are so excited to talk about love and relationships today. We are back, people. <laughs> Um, so yeah, sorry, it's been a, it's been a beat. It's been a beat since our last podcast, but it, not as long so. as the I last two weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys, not as long as our last hiatus, but it has been a busy, busy time. Um, so a little week in review. Um, so this last week was so, so much fun and it was, it really was such a I week. I don't know how you're standing. I know. <laughs> last man did. standing. Um, I know. So last week I was on CBS's new show hosted by Vivica A. Fox and it's called Face the Truth. Mm. And um, it was so much fun. Obviously it was my first time ever on the show. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is like if The View meets The Doctors meets like a bit more scandal, like a bit more of a the scandalous doctors? show. Is that a show? So yeah, The Doctors, it's actually by the same producers. So Face the Truth is by the same producers as Dr. Phil and The Doctors. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought you meant yeah. there's a show called The Doctors. No, there is. There's a show called The Doctors. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So it's like this panel of doctors. Okay. It's really great. Okay. It's really great. But it's, so yeah, it's kind of like a mix. So Face the Truth, again, hosted by Vivica, who is just a lady boss powerhouse and she is so tiny and beautiful like Mm. she's you know how I always say that celebrities in person are always just so little like they're so much smaller than you expect them to be Hmm. I'm kind of the same way I think that people just (laughs) when people meet me they're like oh my gosh you're so so small and frail (laughs) um much like, um, no, but yeah, so anyway, um, so yeah, so it was really awesome, and I actually did two episodes, so I did, the first mm-hmm. episode that I did, it was, um, kind of like a Bachelor, um, episode, like yeah. a very small version of The Bachelor, okay? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I introduced the guest to three Bachelors that are actually, like, real Bachelors in our database. Matchmakers in the City Bachelors. Three yes. Matchmakers in the City Bachelors. Um, one was a doctor. One was a almost attorney. He's about to graduate. And then the other one was just this, like, really charming, amazing engineer slash event planner guy, comedian on the side. Like, you know, just really awesome Most guys. charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You can find. Seriously. It was so fun. So that was one of the days. And then the other day, I just basically was giving in love advice. Oh, um okay. But yeah, um, to one of the the girl, one of the women on the show, and just, you know, they had a whole situation. But guys, definitely, I will keep you posted on when the show will be airing. Um, But hopefully I'll be back really soon. I mean, it was definitely really fun and a totally very natural fit 
So, um, so great. Yeah. And we'll post those updates also on Facebook. Yeah. And we know exactly when the shows will be airing. Yeah, definitely. So you guys can watch and you can let us know if you think that, um, yeah, who, who you think was the best match for her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then we had our company photo shoot. Yeah. How, how did you think that went, Christina? That was, that was lovely. Yeah. Andrea Hausman or um, Andre, Andrea. 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 I yeah. always say Andrea. <laughs> no, it's okay. I feel it's so okay. bad. <laughs> Get out. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, she is Miss beautiful. Oh my gosh. Beautiful studio. It yeah. feels like you're walking into a feminine paradise. Honestly, it really does. <laughs> it's like Vanity sparkles, Fair. I know. It's so Vanity Fair. Oh, just lovely. And this oh. sense. The the feathers, oh, the jewelry, the, the dresses, couches, the couches, the windows, everything. The, the architecture on that building is, is stunning. Beautiful. It's old world. Yeah, luxury, glamour, glamour. Hollywood, old Hollywood, glamour. <laughs> Young Hollywood meets old Hollywood. Yeah, we have, yeah. So she's and she's a pro at what she does. She's it's such a pro. Amazing to work with someone who you trust. Yeah, she works. She shoots a lot of our. Shoots meaning photo shoots. <laughs> a lot of our bachelors and bachelorettes, especially mm-hmm. bachelorettes, however, because we want them to get the have the best photos possible. It's important. Yeah, it's so, it's so important. important to have good photos oh that represent gosh. you well. And Even, you never know what yeah. you're going to learn in terms of posing, mm-hmm. and that is important for your own selfies, your own photos mm-hmm. with your friends. You'll know how to pose to look best in photos because it's not something that we know how yeah. to do naturally. It's so she true. also when she works with our bachelors and bachelorettes has makeup she, artists. Christina, she only works with bachelorettes. Oh, okay. I just she doesn't work. With no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I usually, I, me and the you girls usually, usually that. yeah, are doing the intros, but yeah, Andrea only works with. With women. women. Yeah. Okay. Well, she does there she has a makeup artist yeah. and also a wardrobe. Yeah. She has all she's tons set. of wardrobe. Right. And we didn't even need wardrobe. Right. She had it all there. But we had it. But it's yeah. I always say it's great to get your makeup done. Yes. Because oh. then you know yes. when you're doing it yourself yeah. where what to put where. It mm. is makeup is not easy. No, it's really not. No, and I was so lucky because one of the days that we were doing the photo shoot was one of the days that I was shooting at CBS. Yes, yes so you were and professional. My makeup, makeup done. artist was the makeup artist that was with Nini Leaks, so mm. my fellow Real Housewives lovers. Um, he was Nini's personal makeup artist for like two years when she was doing Housewives. She's still doing Housewives, but. Um, so it was amazing because wow. he just glammed me up and you I told him. amazing. Thank you Especially so that first much. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, first day They did such beautiful. a good job. Yeah, yeah. They did, I mean, they did an amazing job the second day too. And yeah, they just, you they know. They did. I definitely loved the yeah, colors that first on day, you the first like, day. Oh my it was goodness. really gorgeous. Yeah, it was awesome. But definitely highly recommend. And we even, we set up our bachelorettes with a, um, a makeup artist mm-hmm. before one of their dates. And obviously it's because, yeah, we want them to look fabulous but again like what Christina was saying I mean just to learn just to be like oh these are my colors oh this is how to contour my face oh I have this really horrible like pimple this is how you cover it up so it's just so good to have that how do I put eyeliner on what's too much what's What's too too much what's too little just to have that and we have and Ronnie Ronnie does an incredible job I mean we've worked with so many yeah we've worked with so many makeup artists he's on our website so Ronnie MUA he is just incredible but yeah so that was our company 
sneak photo shoot. Yeah. Um, and then, and then to top it all off on Saturday, Alessandra. Did, oh my gosh. Didn't even get a day off. Didn't even get a day off. I don't. The matchmaker doesn't sleep. What is it? Oh my goodness. So on Saturday, then I spoke at this private men's group. Um, it's called Metal. So I mean, Met all metal and it's basically this group of these like super high achieving bachelors um and like and bachelors who are like on the road to being that and it's kind of like these because we had there were famous actors there um there were ceos of major companies i looked at one of the guys name tags and i was like Oh my goodness, like, hello. Um, but very, like, um, the, the kind of um, Elon Musk types, he wasn't there, but like those types of men. Right. And it was really cool because it was the whole day was kind of this like self improvement morning. And it was at this beautiful home in um, Playa, Playa del Rey. And it had, the, it overlooked just the beach and just the most gorgeous views. I posted wow. about it on my Instagram and I'll post another photo so you guys can see it. Great. Um, um, but it was so awesome. And, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and my talk was really funny because it was about how men should be approaching women in real life. Mm. And I gave a real-world example. And the poor one of the guys, Chuck, this <laughs> doll, he approached Natalie in real life. And I had I had specifically asked them beforehand just to make sure that, like, he's a good sport and, like, you know, he's he wouldn't be offended if I, like, picked him apart. <laughs> But guys, like, I'm learning. I'm just so harsh. Like, I'm so harsh, and I don't even mean to be. And then I, I think I'm so nice, but I think just even the not sensitive guys, like, you just can't say stuff. You can't tell them things. Because yeah. I just felt so bad after. I Because he, he, even the fact that he was approaching a woman is, like, amazing. It doesn't even matter what he says. Like, the fact that he, A, would even approach a woman. But I was In there to teach them. In front of all these them. guys. Exactly. Like, that is so, that takes so much, like, but it was really fun and I just had a blast but definitely yeah I mean if you're a man metal is an amazing organization and I can totally um refer you if you're kind of in that in that world I can I I can you know you know just just let me know (laughs) um and just ladies to learn a little lesson from Alessandra's missed my misstep just don't criticize Be very Ugh. gentle, especially you think, oh yeah, he can take it. He's a guy. Yeah, he can't take it. Be gentle. He's just Me- so gentle. And everyone, everyone is. It does not like to be criticized. Of course, Alessandra yeah. was doing this for a purpose so that the men could learn. Yeah, but exactly. Like I had a, I had a grander. Right, and she didn't purpose. wasn't doing it in a malicious way. No malice. At all. No malice. But just know how sensitive people are, especially yeah. your guy. Your guy. I mean, men she wasn't like crying in. or anything. I know, but, but it they just, get you defensive. could definitely, yeah, they I was like, and I was like, defensive. no, I don't want to, like, just don't want him to, you know, whatever. Anyway, right, right. um, but yeah, but it's the, okay, you, you can be a little, oh, God, the, yeah, on the, what is it, the sacrificial yeah, lamb. Yeah, the sacrificial lamb oh. for the other, for the women listening yeah, to ladies. know when, especially, you hear, you no. see a lot of people criticizing their boyfriends, oh criticizing God, their husbands in front of other people. Oh. It's the kiss of death. It is the kiss of death. And a lot of women don't realize how mm-hmm. much men take that to heart. Yeah. And they you want to be with a man who – you want to be with someone who has you in their corner and you're in their corner. Mm-hmm. You want to be with someone – you want to be just in on the same page. That's what one of my yeah. friends – uh, actually says to me, Katie. Oh, that's so Katie good. Katie Croxton Katie. always says that she wants, she's 
very yeah. much about in the corner, and she's engaged. And listen, she's engaged and had couple. one of the most stunning engagements that I've ever, yes. I've ever experienced she might even in be my listening. seven years as a matchmaker. <laughs> he like brought her to Paris, and then it wasn't like the stereotypical in front of the Eiffel Tower proposal. It was like in front of like this Monet bridge yeah. that yeah. is like this hidden. Like if you don't know, but like he lived in Paris for a few years, so he knew like the nooks and crannies, and it was just so stunning he proposed and she was like in such shock and it just was so beautiful and I just I was like you're giving just such like the the expectations for other guys (laughs) are so high now like anyone that Katie tells the women are just like oh my gosh I just can't (laughs) um yeah right he's oh he's he's a a wonderful they're both incredible people they're what is it like he's like a, a a a um not a needle in a haystack. It's like a it's like a, a pearl in a clam. Like you know what I mean? He's like the pearl. Diamond in the rough. He, no, no, he's not diamond in the rough because okay. he's a diamond. It's yeah. just like to find that in a pearl of great price. Oh my god, yeah. We'll say that. It's just so beautiful. We're so happy yeah, for but that. She always says she wants someone yeah. in her corner. And I yeah. think that's good for everyone to remember. Like even you're if you're a partner, in a relationship. Your team. Whatever yeah, it is. I love that. So now we're going to go into our Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. So I'll probably be telling you these things, Christina, because I don't think that you've heard any of this, you know, breaking news. Um, But as everybody who has a pulse has heard by now, um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson have split up. Um, so uh, my question is, why do relationships with Did they quick? Get married? No, no, no. They were engaged. Okay. Very quickly, okay. they were engaged. I think they dated for three months, got engaged, okay. and then broke up mm-hmm. that quickly. So my question is, and our question is, why do relationships with quick engagements fail? Why is it like why? What is a good time for an engagement? Which actually, I just gave Elite Daily a. Um, answer about this, but oh, I want to really? hear your answer. Like, what is the best time to be engaged? Well, people have different theories about this. Yeah. And I don't think there's a one size fits all mm-hmm. kind of formula because it really is discernment with a couple. And mm-hmm. what are they doing? Are they a couple who's really hitting the ground running and doing the marital prep work and engagement prep work and relationship building exercises? But it's like two months too short. I mean, I wait, I tell our bachelors and bachelorettes to wait at least three months to make the relationship exclusive. Oh, yeah. Let alone engagement. <laughs> yeah. And we always say the four seasons rule. Right. And not for, the hotel. For engagement. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was the rule. You have to bring me to the four seasons. Before we can be engaged. <laughs> yeah, be careful who you tell that to. Oh my god. I might take it the wrong way. I don't mind. <laughs> that would be my role. <laughs> you know you're in LA when the Four Seasons rule gets misconstrued. But he brought me to the Four Seasons. You've been dating for a month. Okay, sorry. Anyway, Christina. Yeah. yeah. And we, that's our general rule of thumb yeah. is you want to see the person through the four seasons, yeah. through a, a year at least for an engagement. Mm-hmm. Some people say longer. Some people who are more old school will say two years. I've heard yeah. on one po- podcast. Wow, two years? Yes. On, Oof. Well, I'll tell you, if yeah. you, we, I guess we didn't mention this, but previously I was on a podcast a few weeks ago yes. with 
Kate Warman, and it's called The Heart of Dating oh, Podcast. Amazing. And it's an amazing, wonderful podcast. I, we had a great time. If you're interested, definitely listen because yeah. you will you will love it. Mm, she had an, a dating expert on – actually, not a dating – more of a marriage expert. Yeah. He's written a lot of books. Oh, I love that. That. About and he was one of the first ones on her show. I, I'm blanking on his name, but he said that you're in the, I guess, intoxication infatuation. phase, or infatuation, infatuation phase, phase. Yeah. for at least the first year. Wow. Oh wow. Or year and a half. Oh god. Then he he was advocating waiting two years, but he said yeah. if your family and the people mm-hmm. who are closest to you think this is a great match and you've been doing the work, it could go quicker. Yeah. But he said, why why spoil, why rush into something when you're going to have your life with that person, typically? Yes, like, I understand that, but I do also think that there comes a certain point where it's like, you know, what is that expression? You're going to blank or get off the pot like right it's like I don't know I feel like sometimes two people are just they're they really are committed they're excited about starting a life together and they want to start it you know they don't want to wait two years to then live together and you know what I mean like they want to if they're ready and they're like listen you're the person I want to do this stuff with like I want to have kids with you I want to get married like if you're ready for that I say and like you really think this is the person I want to do it with because I'm also a firm believer that relationships yes I'm all into love romance all of that but it's also like a very objective decision that you make you know you do make that decision you're like listen I these are the things that I want in my life these you want those things as well I love you I want this to work with you and I want you to be that person that I do these things with so I think that by making that commitment in if if it is a year you know I think that's very healthy I think I mean, two months, three months, not long enough at all. Because you don't get to know the person right. who exactly. they really are. Even if you right. go on vacation with them and stuff, or, you know, you travel together. Um, but you should be traveling together. You should be doing those things. Because that's another thing. I mean, you can also make the mistake of, you know, concocting this image of a person mm-hmm. of who you want them to be. And if you rush into a relationship too quickly, mm-hmm. then who they you, they are more who you are imagining them to be as opposed to who they really are. Exactly. So sometimes you let those qualities, those values, you know, really fall to the wayside because you're like, oh, he looks like he would be, you know, he fits the image of what I have my future husband or she fits the image of what I have, what my future wife would be. And maybe she's kind of that, you know, that image as opposed to, but then like looking deeper, okay, does she, is she emotionally supporting me? Mm-hmm. You know, is she someone who's belittling me in front of my friends? Like this stuff is, this is all stuff that you find out over time. These are all mm-hmm. qualities and characteristics that you find once someone is comfortable with you. So I think that you do need to get the, to that comfort level where you're not just on your best behavior. And I think a year is enough to do that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. He was the author I was speaking about. Mm-hmm. Was talking only in a Christian context. Okay, okay. He wasn't taught because in other contexts they could be living together. Mm-hmm. You know, Oof, doing yeah. all of the above. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean to have that reaction. No, about it's just because I mean, it's it's you know we. 
it's, it's not something we advocate. Yeah, and well, because... For a number of reasons, well, especially of yeah. Dr. Meg Jay's the cohabitation yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- and also, I mean, I was a convert because mm-hmm. when I was younger, I originally was gung-ho. I said, of course you have to live with someone before you get married. I literally, I remember I was like, duh. Like, why wouldn't you? How right. terrible. But we have seen, and yeah. studies, so many studies have been right. done that show that people who live together before they get married, the divorce rate skyrockets yep. for them. Yep. Whereas um, it's a lot lower it, for the other people. But remember the caveat was if you're engaged and then you live together, the divorce rate does go. It's kind of the same-ish. It's still um, higher than if you wouldn't live together beforehand, but it does drop it's not as high as right if, and if you live with no commitment no engagement yeah yeah and not to shame anyone who no, is exactly. doing that we're that's just fine talking about yeah. this in terms of our, what we would what advise. We advise yeah and yeah. What if you ask us working, this is what we're going right, to tell you is what we you know see we're works. not damning anyone who is that's right. fine you do you but if someone is like oh i'm thinking about it we're like hey maybe consider not right you know and the doc the cohabitation effect by dr mike J. that is in in yeah. her book uh uh oh what was it 20s 20s the defining decade the defining decade the defining oh my decade. gosh and that's on more for more of a secular audience yeah, but obviously really there are other reasons for not living together that are yeah. more the defining spiritual decade spiritual and religious concerns as well it's but also that's funny. very secular kind of like yeah. Scientific. I oh, I really encourage anyone in their 20s to read that book um, because I definitely, I remember when I first came into my 20s, I read the book and I remember mm. hating it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is did. terrible. Oh my gosh. I felt so much pressure. I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. but then I think when I was like 25, I reread it and I was, de- I was at such a different place in my life. I was so like, you know, thriving career, stable, like all of that had my priorities in order. I was actually thinking straight and I read the book and it was so amazing and so helpful mm. so it's really fascinating how that change happened and also how my change clearly I, I'm changing all all my opinions but anyway moving on um so elections are happening yes. um they're happening ro- like this week right like voting no I think it's next week November November 6th or 7th yeah 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 so we're not going to talk about politics but we are going to talk about is it possible for you to be in a relationship with someone who has opposing political views what do you think yeah, Christina that's a great question yeah I think that people both have to be open to if you are people both have to be open to honest dialogue mm-hmm. and not shut down if someone says something that the other person doesn't agree with there has mm-hmm. to be just that open communication respectful dialogue respectful yeah. not name calling the other person and just with any any disagreement yeah. it has to be respectful and the person has to be able to just open her heart to hear or his heart to hear what the other person has to say. You might not, you're not going to agree on everything, mm-hmm. but um, I, I, I do see, I do see a lot of relationships tend to be with people that are successful, tend to be with people who are like-minded. Like-minded. But here's right. the thing. I mean, we get people who say, in 
emphatically. Right. Like, they want someone who shares this weird, right. like, bizarre, sorry, <laughs> just this, like, hypocritical It's just stance. this weird stance, and they're like, I can only date people. If he doesn't totally agree with me, I'm, like, that's, no. I think that's so no, ridiculous. No, no, it's... I'm like, what are you even doing? They're like, they want a libertarian something You're who's, pigeonholing yourself. You're like, never going to And I'm not saying it. anything's wrong with libertarians, no, no, not, but that's, specifically. That's, just, that's not even a real example. It's just it, a no, no, it's just a weird, random, random example. example. It's yeah. like, but it's that with like then three things that are told. So no, exactly. I think They're it's pigeonholing. Totally, totally it's pigeonholing. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally Cont- different. But yeah. don't mesh with yeah. that. It's Yeah, if you respect someone, listen to what they have to say, I think. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I hate talking about politics. Okay, pregnancy news. So, Christina, you want to share? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She's not pregnant. <laughs> no. no. Oh, my gosh, no. And I'm definitely not. Thank the Lord. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I don't want to have children day anytime want, soon. Um, yeah, one day. One day. That's fine. Um, but anyway, but people we are really excited about, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are expecting a baby. Mm-hmm. A royal baby. A royal baby mm-hmm. and um so it's amy schumer and her husband yay so oh, congratulations i know i'm so happy oh yeah 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 she's married I didn't know that. um so christina i wanted to ask you when is a good time to start thinking about having a baby in the context of obviously a relationship well because like i know you're kind of going in that yeah. you know like this is a time for you yeah i think it's it's a lot of people are our culture is very anti-baby really do you think <laughs> it, so it, it really discourages people it's almost like having a baby is gonna ruin your life you'll never be able to oh do God. anything that's exactly what i think i know no, that's no, no, what no, we've no. been right now co- the culture is is very much about is like yeah. that so it's very hostile to the idea of wanting a family wanting children I think That's we need really to. interesting. I've never thought about that. I know, but it's that true. That it is hostile. Yeah. No, because I literally think, like, if I had a baby right now, my life would be ruined. See? Like, that would literally See? ruin my entire life. But I'm also not married. Right. So that's a very different situation. Exactly. exactly. Like, you're married. Right. You know what I mean? You're in a loving relationship with a man that you actually really love. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's true. But, like you know what I mean? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And anyway, sorry. It's definitely something that you discern with your husband yeah. about. It's definitely in the context of marriage I highly recommend. However, mm-hmm. I I'm totally for people if they, you know, not aborting a child if they yeah. have one, um, if they conceive a child in the womb and they're not married. Um, but I would recommend <laughs> waiting until marriage yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah. We um, saw this really intense movie about what was it called? Yeah, Christina? Gosnell. Oh my god. Gosnell. If you have any questions, sorry, I know abortion <laughs> is such a trigger topic, but like if you in any way are just don't really know a lot, just go see that movie, the movie. because I was really scarred from it. Like I just you have to be so careful and it's just crazy. It's really crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, anyway, so yeah, we saw that movie together on your birthday. Oh my yeah, gosh, Christina, you had a big birthday. birthday. I totally forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Thank you. Anyway, so as you were saying, so when to have a baby like in it when you're like married? When you're married. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I think it's a discern something that you should discern with your husband, yeah. but 
big families are so beautiful. I love big families. And that's what our culture is so against now. And it's so sad. I want 25 children. People, whenever I hear, they say, oh, yeah. When I hear parents with, with big families, they'll say, thank God I had the second one because then it was easier because the second one could play with the first one. Yeah. And it just, it's, and then, oh, wait, but you should go for the fifth. Because then it's oh my gosh, it's amazing to hear people who actually who have big, big families. Family? Who are you talking well, to that has a big people family? who I meet at church who have big families? It's yeah. rare nowadays. Yeah, it's very rare. But it's so beautiful to see the little ones and They're to so see cute. just all the love that they bring. And I've heard parents talk about how I never knew how much love, how you yeah. could feel so loved. Yeah, that's so nice. That so. It's something. Maybe I should have a baby. I'm just kidding. I'm not just now. Kidding. Not now. You should eventually. <laughs> if the Lord wills it eventually. You know, I'm so joking. I do not want to have a baby. I'm so kidding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so funny. But I just want to encourage people yeah. not to be afraid of a big family. Yeah, that's so Because nice. it's. It's really beautiful. But, yeah, I think that it's also really nice, though, to have, like, a couple – a year or so, like, a couple years with your person, like, with your spouse before you then start having kids. I mean, that's what I would ideally want, you know, like, a couple years to be a young couple with, you know, without the constraints of a screaming baby. I know it's true, though. The way that society looks at it, it is really negative. And our our culture – our – population is decreasing modern coaches <laughs> nightmare it is it's becoming Wait, what an was aging that again? population it's the, it was the it's either god's plan for you God, god's plan for you a modern <laughs> coach's nightmare <laughs> who's who was his matthew name kelly. oh matthew kelly matthew oh my kelly. gosh he's so cute <laughs> that was so drastic it was so what? dramatic anyway okay so wonderful yay so our next segment is my favorite segment Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Christina? As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day, we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Boy, Bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. First scenario. A guy you are dating reveals that he is a Scorpio. (laughs) Boy, bye or strike one. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so good. Christina, what do you have to say? Well, I, I, you know I don't follow signs at all. Astrology. Astrology. So in my mind, it doesn't make, doesn't, doesn't make, a difference. make a difference at all. But well, Alessandra. let me tell you, it is Scorpio season. No, no, no. Okay, so I, it's so funny because I, okay, a part of me um, is, a part of me is like, Okay, how do I how do I say this? A part of me thinks that there's no bearing on reality. This is just it it's just, you know, um I have a few theories. So one theory is either it's a self-fulfilling prophecy for people. So like at one point a crazy aunt had sat you down and said, "Oh, Johnny, you're you're Gemini." Right. So then you then would look at Gemini and maybe you'd read in the back of a magazine what the characteristics are of a Gemini and then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I have two sides." To me like I have this side and that side whatever so that's one opinion it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy but even if it is a self-fulfilling prophecy you then encourage those character traits (laughs) in yourself so that's one way the other way is that another way it could be is that um we put it's a self-fulfilling prophecy for me 
And for Chris, like for anyone who ascribes to the signs, not you, you don't ascribe to the signs. But like right. for me, I'll meet someone who's like a Libra, and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're so balanced, or like you know. So then we put it right. on them. And then right. the other way right. is that it's just it's either totally right, and like all this stuff, and the way that the stars were aligned when you were born. So it's either totally right, or it's no bearing on reality whatsoever, nothing. Regardless, I think that out of like those four, four out of the five, I think like there's a potential for being real. And I honestly, I have done so many interviews with so many people and I can really see their astrological signs within them. So I think that a Scorpio is kind of known as being this brash, kind of really passionate type person. Um, and it's funny because I either love Scorpios or I hate Scorpios. So I've learned that about myself. Um, so anyway, I think obviously it's not a boy by at all. I think that, you know, this is an element of his character. And listen, you, I think, I also honestly think that astrological signs are so much fun to bring up on a date. Because even if you don't believe in them whatsoever, um, <laughs> you can have like, no, <laughs> you can have such a fun time, like finding out about them. Like you can be like, oh my gosh, you're a Scorpio. That's so fun. And then you can look to see what their astrology is. And you can be like, are these character traits you? And then you learn about the guy when you're on a date. I think it's so cute. And then he can say, oh, no, 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 I'm not like that. I'm more of this type of person. So it's like a fun thing that you can bring in on your dates. So I think it's great. I think it's really fun. And I love the men to weigh in on this one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The men love it. They love to hear about themselves. No one doesn't like to hear about right, themselves. But it's, it, it is very static. and it. it, it, it I don't think it's static. Doesn't, it, it, I disagree. Well, it's one of those things that, oh, you're this, so you can't really evolve. You can't really grow and change and, and become different from that, which no, is totally opposed you can, to No, you can say, this is one of my character traits, and I have to I have to be cognizant of this. I'm sorry. Also, the fact that I have, like, out of, like, my boyfriends, three of them have been Geminis. Three. <laughs> All born in the same months. Like, I, 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 I think, that, I don't know. Is don't know it is it a coincidence? Is it a coincidence? I don't know. Well, they're exes, so that means they weren't right. Shout out to my ex. Do you know that song? No. You're really quite thin. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Shout out to my ex by Little Minx. I think it's by Little Minx. Okay, scenario two. A guy you were dating is constantly updating his social media. Every detail of his life is on his Instagram story. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Boy, bye or Me. strike one. <laughs> Girl, bye. Sounds more like Alessandro. No. <laughs> I don't. I only do it when there are, like, things happening. Every day. I know, but I only do it when it's like a, oh, I'm at Paramount Studios. You're always... You're always doing something something fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Um, I think for men. Oh, sorry, yeah. Keep, what you do you first. think? You what do you first. think? I've been you. I've been on the. No, I love this. Please. Oh, you don't want. You don't I don't want. care, but I'm talking okay. a lot. So, no, I love it. I love to hear the 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 tannins of your voice. Um, that was so creepy. Um, but anyway, <laughs> a guy. Okay, so I mean, I think for men, I well, actually, studies have been done, and studies have shown that if a guy, this is more about selfies though. If a guy's mm. like posting a lot of selfies, then okay. he's like probably a narcissist or. Mm. Has narcissistic tendencies, um, which yeah makes a lot of yeah. sense. And I do think that there is a difference between women oversharing and men oversharing. Mm. Like to me, for some reason, and I know it's a double standard. You know, hang me to a cross. It's a double standard. Okay, <laughs> it is. It is a double standard though, because I I don't think it's weird if like a woman is doing a lot of posting yeah. but if a guy like every single second but then sometimes they're on a trip or something and they like want to document everything and that's awesome like I I have certain guys like even guy friends that all look at their stuff and I really want to see what they're doing um I think that there is a threshold if it's like you know if it's every minute or if specifically you're on a date with a guy and he's like oh let me Instagram this or oh let me Snapchat like and then take selfies like when you're on your date with him I think that that's maybe an issue yeah. um but I you know I I don't really actually think it's a double standard because I think that like there's a time and a place yeah. and when either male or female well I just co- contradicted myself but welcome to me um I think that there's a time and a place and I think that yeah. there are certain situations like if something cool is happening and you're experiencing something awesome and you want to share that in the moment like that's awesome you should be Instagramming it or if you see a beautiful view and you want to Instagram it or if you want to Snapchat it I think though where it becomes a problem is when it's affecting the person that you're with or the people that you're with or you know if you're you know you're addicted like there's right and there's a fine line there is a fine line like I have had friends if I'm like at brunch and I just want to do like a quick brunch thing you know to make a guy that I'm you know dating to like let him know that you know oh I'm not thinking about you I'm at brunch okay and I look fabulous like no, but I think that that's like I'm just speaking to the every woman. Like they're, you know yeah, what I no, mean. No, like a lot of women, yeah, have that same. You, that I'm like, oh, I want to do that, and then I'll have like I remember Kate said something to me once. She's like, Allie, do you have to Instagram everything? And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. So mm. then I scaled back, and then so I'll also go. I'll go, like, a week without, like, Instagramming or doing a story. Well, that's become – maybe it's, like, a couple days without doing it. And then I'll something really fun will happen or something big or something cool, and then I'll Instagram it. So yeah. I'm kind of now on the defense because I'm kind of <laughs> – but I don't think – I think that if a guy is posting a selfie every single day and he's, like – or, like – I think that's a little a little off. But if he's like, it's mm-hmm. it, it, these are his experiences. Because I like to see that, you know. And then there's also more accountability. If you're dating a guy who's snapping or Instagramming all the time, at least you know where he is. <laughs> at least you can keep a keep an eye out. <laughs> see if there are any women in his little stories. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Who that? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, I think it's also. De- talk about intentionality we can talk a little Mm. bit just for a second about intentionality Mm. why are you posting this Mm. is it to make someone jealous probably not the best (laughs) okay don't hate on it's a totally normal desire impulse inclination but honestly is it going to make you any better or is it just 
fixating you on that person. Just think about these things because Mm -hmm. really at the end of the day, is it helping you or is it more you getting at that person? You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Is it helping you growing positively or taking you back? That's what I think about. Mm-hmm. Also, Natalie, who works for us, oh, wonderful. Amazing. She was saying that All some star. men are build are they they need that social media for their business. That's yeah. how they promote themselves. I think there's a line with that too. If they need, to I mean, also a, I do a lot of business. Right, exactly. When That's, fun things are happening, it's right. usually business related. Yeah, and exactly. we do get a lot of clients exactly. based on exactly. people who are following. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. If it's business related, totally fine. And I think, yeah, experiential is awesome. If it's a little too self indulgent of like, oh, at the, oh, well, I actually like looking. I like to see some guys like post at the gym and they're like, you know, doing these really intense like lifts. And I like to see that. You know, I am in full encouragement of you know working working on that fitness. Right. It's it's just you want yeah. don't want to be showing off. You yeah. want to be more. I, and I understand. If it's, you're promoting a business, got it. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to, if you're so focused on yourself all the time, yeah. taking away from uh, your experience with yeah. your friend or a date. and If someone fo- calls you out phone, and tells you that you're Instagramming or Snapchatting or storing too much, listen to them. And especially if you're actually at the table and yeah. on your phone oh, when you're God, supposed to terrible. be talking to the person, that's no. rude. No, no, no. And I so, never yeah, I that's never what I was do thinking. That. You I never, never do that sort of thing. I never, my phone is always away and everyone right. always tells me that it's away, but I, yeah, Kate one time called me out. Right, right. For uh, snapping honestly, or Instagramming. at the Instagram end of the day, I don't, I think it looks at your, inten- look at your intentions yeah. and make sure you're not being rude to people. Beautiful. Okay, beautiful. So now we are ready for Answers. This is a very social media heavy um, episode. That's good. We always have like a little theme. Right. You know? We can think about that for the title. Yeah. Even though you might think that mostly women, this is Mansers, by the way. Mansers. (laughs) Even though you may think that mostly women listen to our podcast, we actually have a ton of male listeners. Hi, boys. We want to make sure that their (laughs) voices were heard, so we are going to discuss a topic that men have brought to our attention this week. Here's a question from our network. Hey, Christina, I'm single, and when, I, and when I meet a girl who I think is cute, she gives me her Instagram, which is fine, but how do I go from Instagram to a date? And then this written by Dreading the DMs. Wasn't that clever? <laughs> I love that. I did that. I just want to take full credit. We're, I also love it how all the men always, like, write to Christina <laughs> as if, like, guys, you can write to me, too. I'm not going to be mean. <laughs> what? Like, I'm not even mean. Oh, God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Sliding into the DM. Dreading the DMs. I what love that. What do you that. think about this one, Alessandra? So, I love this. Um, I think that definitely... Um, Instagram? Thoughtful question. Yeah, Very this is a question. really good question. And I think that, like, this is so prevalent nowadays. It's kind of like, it's not even like, what's your number? It's like, oh, add me on Instagram. Exactly. So, because it is a really quick way of communicating. It's also, men are really visual. So it's also yeah. good if you're like, oh, yeah, here's my Instagram. Like, whatever. Because then they can remember how fabulous and gorgeous you are. Um, but, and for the guys, though, I know this is really challenging because then you don't want to come off as the creeper who's sliding into the DMs mm-hmm. and, like, like, you know, hitting on her in that way. But, I mean, I think that if a girl is giving you her Instagram and is, like, you know, follows you back and likes your photos or whatever, I think that that definitely is a green light, you know, to, to be like, hey, you can move forward and ask her out. Sure. Um, don't, don't 
just like 10 photos of her and then expect her to, you know, do something. Nope. Because there are some guys that that's their MO. They, like, Mm. like, like 10 photos of a girl and then wait and then see what the girl does. Um, She's already told you, yes, you either go forward or you don't wait for her. She's already get. Just have the confidence yeah. to either get her number from there, say, hey, so nice to be Instagram so, friends with you, whatever you want to say. I'm not good at the Instagram lingo because I don't DM, mm-hmm. but... You don't DM, Christina? <laughs> you don't DM? But no, well, what I think was a really good thing um, in any way yeah. of when a guy is asking a girl out um, to, to, you know... Go in with intention. Mm -hmm. So if you go in and you are, um, you say, so, oh my gosh, such a funny night um, that I met you or something. You can send her maybe like a photo because Instagram is awesome because you can send photos without it. Like you can just send photos on DM. So you can maybe even send her like a funny photo of something that reminds you of her or of the night that you guys had together or whatever. So you can send her the photo and then plan action so it's like what is your plan of action so you can be like listen um uh, this great drinks place serves the coolest cocktail um are you down for friday or are you do you want to yeah hey yeah this um this great place just opened up um what um, i've been me i've been dying to try it um let's go friday so like having that action point of like don't you don't have to have this like you know, pen pal relationship. I mean, if you want to, that's totally fine. And if you don't, if like you're not, you don't need to go out with her immediately, that's fine because it does actually build rapport and she feels more comfortable. But if you're like, hey, you're awesome. There's, you just met in person and now you want right. to bring it to a date. You can say like Friday, um, Friday, how, or like, I've been loving this line. How spontaneous are you? So, like, you can write them, how spontaneous are you? But then plan with her because no woman likes a last-minute plan and you don't want to date a girl who's, like, ready to go on, like, in, like, 10 minutes or something. But you can be like, how spontaneous are you? And then you can be like, awesome, there's this show happening. There's this new band that's performing. I've been dying to see them want to come on Friday night. Or, like, Mm. something cute. Like, have it planned. Be in man with a plan. There is nothing sexier than a man with a plan. Mm-hmm. I have said that so many times, and I will say it again. I will take that those words to my grave. There is nothing sexier than a man with a plan. Oh, Sandra's grave <laughs> My grave. Here rests Alessandra Conti. And then the quote, there is nothing sexier than a man with a plan. It's true, though. Oh, I love a man with a plan. (laughs) Yeah, and if you don't want to give her a specific date, if you're unsure she's going to respond quickly, and it might take a week for her to look at her, I don't know if she's very active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Most people, if it pops up, yeah. You could say something like, but if you want to do, are you free this week, uh, this weekend, and make it more vague. vague. And then when she responds, you can say, okay, great, how about Saturday night? Yeah. Just to but I kind of like, like, I think, I always hear this from women. It's sexy when it's specific and when it's, like, boom. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's no, less, I, I understand. if it's wishy-washy, it's a bit like, oh, this weekend, want to do something? Well, I'm just like, saying what, that, what day? But that's the first thing he's ever what saying What day you want? But, so I'm thinking more from the man's okay. perspective. If he, See, he this says is what I'm not thing, thinking from the man's yeah, perspective. Yeah, I, I know, it's. It's, it, this is a block for me right now. <laughs> I guess I've been working with so many women. I'm giving. Well, them. I typically work with the men. I 
clients. work with men too. I work with male clients. I know, I know, but I'm and I am also have a husband, so I yeah, you're more just, in the man. In the I man understand space. that I see what men are like. Yeah, and, you're in that man space. But if he's, giving, I'm in the man space too, though. No, I understand also, <sighs> but if I you're giving a specific night, yeah. you're bo- you're blocked. You block that night until block she it. responds. She couldn't. She doesn't have to respond. She, yeah. It could be a few days. It could be a week before she responds, and then he doesn't have any plans. So that's why I say if you want, it's the first thing you're saying, you might want to say, yeah. you free I this mean, week, yeah, you, you could also weekend? soften it. I think softening it a little bit by sending a picture or, like we discussed before, right. just something to kind of buffer it a little bit or, like, comment on a story that she just posts or something like that. And then you can go into how spontaneous are you? How spontaneous. It's just such a statement that so many F-boys use. But I think when utilized properly, it's, like, so amazing. Because it's, like, you're not being spontaneous. You're actually planning with her. Even though she's, she'll say, oh, a little bit. Yeah. What do you have in I mind? I think that's great. All right. Fabulous. So let's go to Catching Up with the Contis and wrap up. So what's going Catching on this? Catching Up with the Contis. <laughs> what's going on this week? Us. Christina, what's going on with you? What is going on? What's going on? What's going on? I don't really have many plans other than taking Sylvester to get neutered. <laughs> <laughs> the glamorous life. Our little oh my cat. God. I could be seeing a play yeah. this weekend with Dan. I have cute. Yeah, it's. I my it. life doesn't have this week isn't the most no exciting. I know I wish last week I'd have been like well da, 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 da. um well no for me this week I'm honestly I'm trying to take it I'm trying to take a beat because I have just been I've been running around like a crazy person so I yeah. plan on catching up with all of my show well I don't even have that many shows that are happening right now but I am doing the Hollywood um hayride which I'm a little horrified about. I um, told you not. Yeah, to. and also I know. you have an event on Wednesday. Yeah, I design. do. I'm going to this. Um, yeah, this event on Wednesday, so that will be really fun. But nothing really blingy, blangy just yet. But stay tuned. I mean, things happen quickly. <laughs> Wonderful. So we'd love for you to follow us on social media, on Facebook, we're Matchmakers in the City. On Twitter, it's Matchmakers ITC. Instagram at Matchmakers in the City. And our personal um, Instagram accounts are at Matchmaker Christina Conti and mine's Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. And then for everything and else, I post a lot on Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. The Matchmakers in the City Instagram is a little weak. Yeah, we a both use weak. our personal matchmaking yeah. accounts, and our other yeah. matchmakers have some of theirs too. Yeah, but um, yeah, just follow us. And then if you want to learn more about Matchmakers in the City, go to www.matchmakersinthecity.com. And feel free to to comment on this podcast. Yeah, let us know what you think. Give us reviews and yeah. tell us what you think. We love only, to please only five review stars. five stars because yeah, don't we can't don't do anything. We had this random guy who rated us two stars. We never even worked with him. We've never exactly. even heard of him. We weird. wrote to him and we're like, hey, what's up, man? We've never worked with you before. Exactly. So um, please want, only yes. rate us five stars. We exactly. Just, we can't handle the emotional trauma of getting a low review. <laughs> Um, but anyway, thank you guys so much for listening and have the best week. We're sending you tons of love during this
much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 